Professor Merincombe, Editor-in-Chief of RMD Open, and it's my pleasure today to meet uh, Professor John Kay from the U.S. I'm Jonathan Kay. I'm the Timothy S. and Elaine L. Peterson uh, Chair in Rheumatology and Professor of Medicine at the University of Massachusetts Medical School in Worcester, Massachusetts in the United States. And Professor John Kay is an expert on biosimilar, and biosimilar is going a major issue in the field of rheumatology, and we have many questions in this area, but mainly now uh, the question of switching from reference product to uh, the biosimilar. Could you tell, explain us this issue? Certainly. Patients who are doing well on a biopharmaceutical are faced with the issue of changing from the reference drug, the branded biopharmaceutical on which they've been doing well, to a biosimilar that may be a lower cost medication, but with equivalent efficacy and comparable safety. The question comes up as to whether it's reasonable to expect a patient who is well controlled on a medication to change to another medication for the sake of saving money. My opinion is that yes, it is because of the benefit to society. If one treats patients with medications that cost less but are of similar efficacy, then one has more money available to acquire medications for more patients. John, uh, we will have in the future several biosimilar for a reference product. Is it also eligible to switch from one biosimilar to another one? Most probably. The studies looking at switching evaluate switching from the reference product to one biosimilar. In clinical practice, as you mentioned, there likely will be switching from reference product to a biosimilar and then from one biosimilar to another and perhaps to another. However, it is impossible to design a controlled trial that will mimic every possible permutation of switching to evaluate this in a controlled setting. The uh, tracking of patients, pharmacovigilance, looking at registries of patients treated with biosimilars who switch from one to another to another will give us information about the safety and efficacy of doing so. Since biosimilars are all compared very closely to the reference product and each is shown to have equivalent efficacy and comparable safety to the reference product, one can presume that they will have equivalent efficacy and comparable safety to each other. However, that's an assumption because if A equals B and B equals C, A does not necessarily always equal C. But it is very important that we have multiple biosimilars of a given reference product on the market in order to introduce competition, and only competition will drive prices down and allow more resources to be available to treat more patients with effective medications. Another issue that is um, pending now, both at the level of the agencies and for the different specialties, is the extrapolation for, of indication. So could you explain us this, uh, this question? Certainly. Biosimilars are approved based upon an abbreviated package of data where there's extensive analytical comparison between the reference product and the biosimilar, much more so than in the development of a new biopharmaceutical. This analytical comparison showing that the two proteins are highly similar to each other without clinically meaningful differences is the basis for the pharmacokinetic comparison and then the clinical comparison in at least one disease in which patients are sensitive to potential differences between the reference product and the biosimilar. The clinical trial for a biosimilar can be considered as a bioassay rather than as an efficacy study. 
in that we know that the reference product is safe and effective in all of the indications in which it's been studied and approved by regulatory bodies. By demonstrating that when given to patients, the biosimilar and the reference product have equivalent efficacy and comparable safety in a disease process which is sensitive to detecting potential differences between these drugs, one can be assured that you're dealing with the same molecule. Based upon the accumulated clinical evidence for the reference product and scientific justification that the biosimilar and the reference product share the same mechanism of action, have similar pharmacokinetics, and no increased immunogenicity, one can extrapolate the efficacy of the biosimilar demonstrated in that one indication to all other indications for which the reference product has been approved but which no longer are protected by patent. Thank you very much, Professor Kay. It was my pleasure to have this interview with you today. Pleasure speaking with you.